sword of omens. Come to my hand. I, Lionel, command it. Hi, I'm Larry Kenny, the voice of Lionel in the original Thundercat series, and you're listening to Trekmate. Space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of the Trekmate podcast. Its continuing mission to entertain, enlighten, educate, and talk all things Trek. To boldly go where no podcast has gone before. I'm Dominic Bellman. And we have got a very special episode for you today. If you come in looking for your Trek uh, news, your Trek views, uh, all of that goodness, it's not happening. No, nerds, it's not. <laughs> it's something much better is happening today. Wait, would you would you say it's a, a certain time? I, uh, I certainly would. I would almost say that... It's morphing time. time! Check it out, check it out. It wasn't working. There we go. Uh, oh, I did it wrong. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. And that's why I put it the wrong way around. Uh, oh. I was going to play with it the other day. It was a bad move. All right. Is that the re released version? Yes, it is. Like, look, I think the battery might be low. Oh. I, I tell you what, I, I really, really regret being convinced. To sell my Power Rangers toys when I was a kid. Oh, right, I forgot it. No, <laughs> so for, for the for the for the casual listener, I am attempting to get my Power Ranger Morpher to. Uh... Oh, that really went badly. I'm I'm I'm, I'm more angry at myself than anything else. I'm sorry. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Um, do you want to talk about Star Trek? Yes. <laughs> so yes, this week. It, well, it, we, if you have no interest whatsoever about Power Rangers, then yeah, tune yeah. in next episode. But Dom, this is really the basis for our entire friendship. Oh my God, Wayne! Oh my God, it is, it is everything, isn't it? It is, it is, it is. Hey man, what are you doing? Nothing. I'm just. You watching Power Rangers? Yeah, I love Power Rangers. Do you want yeah. your best friends? <laughs> so it was oh my god right it, it was well sorry just no it was it, it was fate mate it was absolute <laughs> fate because you joined my school when i think was you in year six yeah I came, you... I came in in the last term um uh my my uh my, my mother thought it would be a good idea for me to go to before going to um king's Agony secondary 
going to King's Langley GMI to make some friends in my year so I wouldn't be lonely when I went up on my own and mm-hmm. completely failed to make any friends in my year but I did very well with making friends with yourself which yes you know, <laughs> I know if we wanted to play football and uh talk about other stuff and i didn't care about that but you you wanted to play power rangers and that was that was my jam so that was a uh... well that's the thing by that point by the time you uh come in i'd already wrangled enough people to train them how to play power rangers <laughs> we, formed, <laughs> we formed a full ranger squad didn't we and we were tyrannical as fuck with it <laughs> No Hodgkins. No, you're doing that. Goldar, and be grateful you get to be Goldar. <laughs> oh no, you're doing it wrong. Here is your motivation. You haven't turned big yet, Goldar. We haven't summoned the swords. We're still going to beat up all the parties yet. There is a there is a rhythm to this. How we play powering. <laughs> Do you remember we'd have sit downs about? What's happened in the latest episode? So we had to be screen accurate with the pa- with the shield that the Green Ranger had, and then it could be transferred to the Red Ranger. And... Oh yeah! Oh my God! We well, I, I was going to say were, but we are just such fucking nerds. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. This yeah, Parabich morph is. I have it ironically. It doesn't. It doesn't sit by my bed. <laughs> Whatever next to my lightsaber. No. Oh, it doesn't, you know. Oh, mate, honestly, and I tell you what, um, after, because I think, I'm not sure if I had them at that point while she was there, but whilst I, I remember very specifically in year six, I had no fucking qualms about taking in uh, my power sword and fucking morpher to school. Yeah, yeah I, t- I take that shit into school. And I did not give a shit what any of the uh, cool kids said. Oh, well, mate, they're all addicted to meth or pregnant now, so who cares? Yeah. Maybe both. So, and what have, what have we got? Screen accurate Power Ranger toys, which is the joke. Those Power Ranger toys are were legit good as well. The morphers were great. The late the gun that turned into a dagger, the power mm-hmm. yeah, the power blaster dagger thing. Yeah, it, that was great toy. That's like Power Ranger toys. Of that era in particular were so good. So mm-hmm. I have a running joke with um, a lot of friends, a lot of my friends about screen accuracy in my toys and in, in depictions of things. And if something's not screen accurate, it's garbage. Yeah, you know, it really pisses me off. And you, and you see things like the the Batman toy range and the Spider-Man toy range, and you'll get you know ninja backflipping detective dustbin collector Batman with laser cannon mounted mm-hmm. on his shoulder, which you know that was always in the comics. Um, but, but you know, but, but with the spot with the Power Ranger stuff, it's, it's basically got what you want it to be—the just screen accurate looking Power Ranger figures and the and the Zords and and yeah, the actual stuff we could use the weapons. Well, that's the thing. They went about it the reverse way. Instead of like making toys that looks like the show, they just made the show out of the toys. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> it's all the it's it's all the um. I mean, how, how do you want to talk about this? Because I, I could just reminisce, reminisce about the battles we had with poor, poor Stephen Hodgkins. Um, <laughs> or, we could, or, or, I mean, just like go into little details of it. By the way, I just had this wonderful image of you at school strutting around with your morpher on your front belt and oh. your side arm, just, just running the place like a sheriff. Absolutely, mate. 
It fucking honestly, that was. I, I'm trying to remember when I got that. I think it might have been the Christmas that I was in year six. So I think you might have just missed that boat. But oh I no, I think, think I got it around your Christmas as well. I swear we probably played with our own. Are you saying that? No, it must. No, it must have been the year before because. Me and you would uh, like have both of our morphers all the time. I remember playing um, in the farmer's field near your house. Yeah. And especially, I remember the day that we got fucking chased. The tractor chased us because he thought we were doing something dodgy and we were having a phaser fight. <laughs> it was so embarrassing. So embarrassing. So what are you guys doing? It's like we just we just played Star Trek. <laughs> the guy's like the fuck. <laughs> He's just like fuck off, kids. We're on an away mission. So we're chemotar. The thing is, we were so fucking thick because if we just stayed hidden in that little ditch, yeah. you never would have seen us. The thing is, I can top that. Or just as a, as a little segue, my uh, many years later. When I then still lived in the flat, but as as the sole owner, yeah. um, I had one night when my good friend Nathan came round, Nate, yeah. and Nate and I got inebriated. And uh, Nate's a very keen like martial artist and and does a lot of uh, like sword sword work. So mm-hmm. drunkenly, I was like, I got I got lightsabers, mate. Do you want to go outside and practice with him? And I was like, he was like, yeah. So like, oh, some garages just around the corner. Just to play all the time as a kid, let's go. I'm not taking into account it's one o'clock in the morning, but we go out there and we have a little duel. Yeah. And a car starts coming by and we turn off the lightsabers and embarrassedly walk away so that we don't look like nerds. And um, about 20 minutes later, a policeman appears at the door. <laughs> we were doing dodgy stuff. And we're hammered drunk at this point. And I'm like, oh, no, no, we're not. We're not. We were, we were fine. We're fine with lightsabers. We were <laughs> <laughs> The thing was, and, and Nate drunkenly over-explained it, bless him. And what was really funny, the policeman just deadpan, just took it. Just it okay. okay, that's all right. To be honest, I'm a real fan of Doctor Who myself. And then he wished us best and went off. <laughs> and I've just realised why I'm not married. And I'm, uh, I, I would have loved it more if he was just like fucking nerds. <laughs> <laughs> He spat on the floor and as he left and goes, this is... That's oh. it. Oh, dear. But honestly, yeah, it's it's all... It, from that very first moment that we um, found out that we had this shared love, it's... It, even now, it's uh, something that will come up in conversation every so often. Yeah. It's like I have the most brilliant memories of like your mum was a saint because when we would go in the car we would have the Power Rangers album pelting out of those speakers we it's one of the it's one of the greatest albums of all time right it's like it's in the top 10 I mean you've got you've got you've got the White Album by the Beatles you've got you know you've got you've got um the Mate, Power Rangers album I was going to say it, no, no other album I masses. can't think of any other music it's just completely I just try to think of all the greats and I and I literally can't think of any other musicians except for this album oh it was so good even uh, Alpha 5's track of just <laughs> I, 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 I. 
It's so good. I think the band that did the, did the main, on that one, that did the main, no, I might be wrong, actually. Lion, I think, did the Transformers soundtrack. <laughs> I started to get that C, the CD again. But, oh, man, that album's banging. It has has the remix of the main theme. It's got it's got Go Green Ranger Go. It's probably yeah. the greatest, you know, simplest lyrics of all time for a, for a song. I do love that when he turned into the White Ranger, they literally just... Uh, use the same song. Go White Ranger, go go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they were they were musical geniuses. I, uh, no one's gonna get you. Don't let evil reader put a spell on your mind. I can't <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> the soundtrack was wicked. Like like I mean, Power Rangers. Power Rangers was a was a, a phenomenon. Literal phenomenon. I watched a couple of documentaries leading up to leading up to watching it again, just to refresh myself. And the show's still really strong in my head. Mm-hmm. And, like there's a there's a lot of people who talk about the comparisons of um, Power Rangers with Ultron, which basically you know Ultron came before it, and Ultron was just a little bit up before our time, both you and I. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, funnily enough, I if you ever get a chance, I really recommend the revamped uh, Ultron that's on Netflix. I did, okay. I did a little while ago. Really good, really good animated series, but um, but it's about you know a group of kid kids with special armor who command animal feeding robots that combine to fill, build a giant robot that kills a monster each week, mm-hmm. and um, you know it, it, Power Rangers is like I remember when I first saw it and I just I thought it was the greatest thing I'd ever seen. It just blew my mind. Live action kung fu with giant robots and laser guns and weird and wacky creatures and so much energy to it i just yeah i was captivated it was crack for kids yeah yeah uh, yeah I, that's beautiful that's that's what it was and i i knew of power rangers uh from um from sky when i occasionally went to stay at my grandfather's and i'd get a little taste of the good life that you lived all the time <laughs> And um, yeah, they they were just in the process of doing the Green Ranger arc, and I was like, I knew this was coming to terrestrial, and I was ready, and I and I was tyrannically in charge of the VHS recorder to make sure I got every Power Ranger episode because I had to have them. I had to have that great looking crack. That's <laughs> it. And so, uh, yeah. so uh, would you insist on making your grandparents record it whilst you weren't there? No, no, I didn't have that power over there. I, my, <laughs> no, and, and it, to be honest, it was my first encounter. In fact, that was a day of massive revelations because that was also when the Spider-Man, the 90s Spider-Man cartoon came out, and I didn't know that existed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just appeared there as an episode on it in the same same block of episodes of stuff I watched. And it was probably the greatest Saturday morning of my life. Mm-hmm. Probably, probably the first time I got an erection, definitely. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, it was... It was, <laughs> it was it, I mean, the 90s was a... In many ways a real golden age for entertainment and stuff and i was the same time as batman animated series as well and you, you had x-men the animated series and it was just this just holy shit this stuff's fucking awesome you know it was um just really exciting action adventure shows for kids kids and um yeah power rangers was the live action thing that came with it and it just it like it took the world by storm absolutely mm-hmm. took the world by storm um yeah, I'm just trying to uh, think when Power Rangers very first aired uh, in the UK. Um, I'm guessing about 1996. 
Um, okay. It, it aired in 90... It initially aired in 94. Oh, hold on. No. Yeah. Yeah, it launched in the UK in 94. Okay, brilliant. Okay. Oh, wait, because... Wait, really? Really, that seems too late to me. Because... You, uh, in 94, you would have been 11. That doesn't seem right, does it? No, that doesn't seem right. Okay, so the first thing, uh, 90, maybe that's maybe when it was on terrestrial. Yeah, that's what I'm meaning. It's like when, when we got it on terrestrial TV, I think Sky got it. You, I think like that sort of viewing got it a bit sooner, obviously, mm-hmm. states beforehand. Yeah. Oh, 28th of August, 1993. Oh wow! Okay, that's, there you go. There you go. So yeah, no, and I think it even appeared on the DJ Cat show, which was the, the Sky's Sky One's like morning show where they would like put all of the you know, like cool stuff on before going to school. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hosted by DJ Cat. I bet. Did it have? Did that include an episode of Rugrats? No, that's Nickelodeon, wasn't it? Oh, all right. I was just going to say, so we'll have accumulated it all together because, like, the, the, Britain had an obsession with Rugrats for a period of time as well. That was a good yeah. show. Rugrats really oh. I said the 90s, really golden age of television programming. It was, mm-hmm. it was spoiled for good stuff. Absolutely. Because I think, I, I think, yeah, I, from my memory, I'm pretty sure I was on board from day one. I saw it, like, when it first aired in the yeah. UK just because they were really promoting it heavily uh, when it was coming over. Yeah. And to, to be honest, it just the entire concept just ticks all of the boxes for kids because you want to be, uh, you, you want to be the superhero. You want to like, but also it's, it's a group of kids that wouldn't, it, well, it wouldn't, all of them wouldn't be like the stereotypical like winners, as it were, within yeah. society. Obviously, Jason absolutely would have been. Yeah, uh, Kimberly would be. Zach would be. We're, we're yeah. basically talking about Billy. We're talking about Billy and Trini. Billy and Trini. Yeah, Trini didn't have an easy life in that show. I don't. She had the. She's probably the least interesting character. Uh, not yeah. that she was bad. I think it's a like. One thing that I really like, one thing that was really good about that show was the diversity of its cast. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't, it was not atypical of what a show was back then. You know, it had all, it had all the boxes were ticked, if you will, but they were all strong. Nobody was weak. There was, you know, even Billy could still beat the shit out of people in it. And that was kind of, you know, and he, and he was basically a genius who could build everything. But it was, I think it was a really, as a group of characters, they were positive role models who, you know, <laughs> who were involved in every extracurricular activity and, you know, promotion and, and charitable scheme that the Angel Grove had going. Now, at any given point, they were always the main contributors to it. They were like, no, oh, I, no same fucker would ever do anything. Yeah, no, nobody else cared. Nobody else, nobody else literally did anything except for Balkan Skull, who would just you know, always getting pies in their faces or just, you know, generally making twats of themselves. And, you know, it was, it was it, but, it, it, but it was, it was so, so much energy to it. And, you know, it was not the greatest acting in the world, but it was, 
don't know. Just I, I don't know. I hold it up as some of the greatest acting of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I, I will not have a bad word spoken about Amy Jo Johnson. Oh, well, well, who would ever say a bad word about Amy Jo Johnson? Have you seen her now? She looks amazing. She's yeah. not aged. She looks... She just looks amazing. That's yeah. Her. Yeah, the, the woman has just... Uh, I think she just stops ageing at 25. Yeah, well, that's what everybody wants in life, really, isn't it? It must be the power of the pink energy. That's it. That's it. it it's uh, the the uh, the power... Uh, her power coin is obviously still kicking off. Yeah. Um. Do you think the viewers... Oh, sorry, the listeners need to know any background stuff about Power Rangers or what the narrative is or anything? Or do we... I'll tell you what, if we have got anybody on board who has got this far and is like, I'm just listening to them ramble shit, yeah, let's give them a little bit of uh, history because it didn't originate with being a uh, original US show. No. So, so you... Um, so... It's funny. There's. I recommend uh, the toys that make us, which is on Netflix, and I, uh, there's lo- there's a lot of interesting things about how Power Rangers came into being. But there's a woman who is uh, a ma- one of the one of the major driving forces in this renaissance of 90s entertainment is a, mar- a woman called Margaret Loesch, uh, who was the pioneer of getting X Men on into production, getting X Men the animated series made, uh, which I would argue was one of the most important things that was ever done that's led to the comic book renaissance that's happening in cinema now. I think I think you could trace it all back to that and Batman animated series. Anyway, she and um, she and Stan Lee. Uh, I think I might be getting this wrong, but Stan Lee had this idea to get this footage and get this stuff and make a superhero series out of it. And it's been, and the um, at the same time, another guy called Hayam Saban also had the same idea for doing the same, uh, doing doing this show. And it, after years of not of people thinking, oh, this won't work, this won't work, a pilot was finally made, and it tested through the roof through kit with kids, and the rest is history. You know, it was also matched by this incredible toy line. But yeah, what it is, is a... Uh, sorry if that sounded a bit randomly, because I wasn't sure if I was right about who I was saying with what. But No, you were. Um, what, what this so unique about this show is that the it's called... It's Power Rangers has actually recycled footage from an a now over 30-year-old television series from Japan called Super Sentai. And what the brilliance of this was, was they took all the action fight sequences... And they edited their own narratives from them with their own scripts, with the live action um, uh, American cast and intercut it with the footage. So they never, you know, they, they'd have the costumes for them to wear. But really, all of the fighting and everything that was done with the actual Power Ranger suits was already shot. And it was um, so they just have a creature like a dog monster or a pig pig in a centurion helmet and they just make a plot around it. And it was it was, you know, it was. Genius. Absolutely genius, you know? And, and I have heard stories as well from cast members that said, like, when, because the uh, Super Sentai guys would send over the uh, Monster of the Week costumes for them to, like, get used with, like, uh, like up front with, like, the um, actors, like, filming the American side of things. Yeah, that makes and They'd say that the stench off of the costumes, where obviously whoever had been playing it was just sweating buckets oh, inside. Man. Oh, and, that's funny as hell. And it would have just been sitting in storage for like eight years at that <laughs> point as well. 
Credit to credit to the uh, Japanese studios for keeping them. Um, it, oh yeah. But the, the cool thing was is that they were so mad. Uh, the the just the designs of the creatures and just the um, just so varied and just how they kind of incorporate allowed them to be how it just made sense as a kid. I never questioned it because you know so you'd have. So the plot of Power Rangers is that by chance a, a moon excavation team, because that happens, it accidentally finds a pot, uh, what looks like a sewer lid or something, and they open it, and inadvertently release Rita Repulsa, who has been imprisoned for over ten thousand years and is now free, and it's finally time to conquer Earth. So um, she's an insane woman who has a massive staff, an incredible bit of headwear. And um, a group of um, interesting sidekicks who um, who often just make witty one-liners or very exasperated hand uh, hand gestures as she screeches <laughs> screeches at everything to um, get her um, to to get them to help her conquer Earth. And her main means of conquering Earth is to is to what does she do? Just attack a group of teenagers each week who she has full surveillance on by the way she has full surveillance on them she sees everything they do which means why does and i was they do kind of bother me just kill them when they're on the toilet <laughs> just get them then you know they're asleep go get them then you know they're not you know it's all instead of sending one monster send ten it's, it. you know or just open with them being a giant monster that can step on them. You know, yeah. give them time to summon the Zords. Just get that done. Get it done, but, you know. That's it. It, I, I'm sure that Finster would have been able to mock up a few more than just one at a time. Yeah, yeah, he could. I mean, I think they did send more down in there. But sorry, anyway, I digress, uh, audience. I apologise. Um, but, yeah, so at the same time, in the secret command centre somewhere on Earth, um, the um, the ancient being Zordon is come is is made aware of her return, and with his side his trusty side, sidekick Alpha Five, um, <laughs> summons does a scan and summons five teenagers with attitude. I think that is the specific is. requirement. And um, yeah, and at first they're reluctant, but then they get attacked by people in grey like suits. And after that, they um they think right, cool. Well, we better we better be the Power Rangers. You've got to love the putty. I love the putty. I love I love. I don't want to jump to him right away, but I love Lord Zed's putties. They're more powerful. Yeah. But if you punch that Z in the middle, they'll die instantly. <laughs> it's just which the other putties didn't have. Yeah. yeah just bear that in mind. The other putties didn't have that at all. They they didn't have this weak spot. <laughs> Oh, uh, but I. Weak uh, spot. The the funny thing was it it was around the same sort of time that um uh on Sega Mega CD there was a game called Night Trap and the putties just rem- reminded me so much of the uh, ogres from Night Trap. Yeah. And uh, but the ogres from Night Trap. Uh, yeah, at that point in time, genuinely scared me as a kid. So. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but the parties, not so much. But I think maybe there might have been some uh, like uh, joint feelings towards them <laughs> from that show. 
I just kept on thinking, why does he keep sending mentally challenged, you know, people to fight these extremely proficient kung fu masters? You know, it's just like... don't understand what's going on. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I mean they, they, do you remember we used to... Oh, man, poor Stephen Hodgkins. We used to make him do the potty noises. Remember we used to make him do the potty noises? <laughs> he was like a Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> As nerds, we were such bullies. You were like, yeah. <laughs> the noise. Do it better. <laughs> uh, all right, I suppose it's more than time. <laughs> Look, it isn't realistic unless we're actually punching you. Screen actors is everything like that. Uh, they can do it. We did. It was okay. We got away with that. Honestly, and the thing. We used to wrangle in Robert Hodgkins as well, and then we used to uh, wrangle in... Uh, Didn't I punch him in the nose by accident? <laughs> oh, he ran to the teacher straight away on that one. It was an accident, you know. <laughs> and, and that was probably around the sort of time that uh, like the news was talking about uh, kids being banned from playing Power Rangers at school. <laughs> Damn, I was literally the embodiment of that movement. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel bad. I wish I'd hit harder. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's yeah, that's the plot of Power Rangers, isn't it? They're just each week re- they they Rita decides on a new way to try to kill them. That's really convoluted. <laughs> and well, the thing is, the Power Rangers all have their own sort of thing going on. Kimberly is the gymnast. Yeah. Um, and then Jason is the martial arts expert. Yeah, even though the teenagers that he runs his own dojo. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he's 15, 16, but has a dojo. Yeah, and 24-year-old. Um, um, then you've got Zach, who's like a DJ going on. What? He's, a, he's, a, he's like a rap martial. He has his own kind of breakdancing martial art. Um, the the closest comparison that I would say to you is here's the Power Rangers Michelangelo. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, but he's also quite he's, he's he had the coolest power weapon. He had the axe that turned into a gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just had a giant axe. Um, but yeah, I mean, I never I, I I guess during this time as well, just to think about it, because we are we are you know white men um, who've been who've mm-hmm. been the dominant culture. I never, it never occurred to me that him being the Black Ranger could be conceived as bad. Yeah, no, I never... Because the thing is, as far as I was concerned, I uh, always thought the Black Ranger was really cool because I, black is just one of my favourite colours. So... I thought he looked awesome. It's a really... The, the Power Ranger costumes, I love that diamond costume. I just <laughs> love it. The design is so simple. Just a lycra suit with boots. I mean, it could kind of be gay, but it's not. It looks looks cool. The helmets are wicked. Um... <laughs> Just yeah, I love that design. I, I love that the Pink Ranger has a sort of skirt, um, yeah. but the Yellow Rangers, I think, in the Sentai stuff was in, um, in the, um, it was a guy. Yes, it was. Yeah, but they just never really sort of make a note of that to training. Yeah, no, because I think um, it, it, I, I think literally the Pink Ranger was the only girl. Yeah. In the Sentai one. Yeah. Um, yeah, so then you had Billy, who was the kid genius, big into robotics. Yeah. 
Trini, who was also okay, okay, it, it all nerds, mate. Trini being an absolute genius, do you think that is also then playing on racial stereotypes as the Asian girl being extremely academic? Actually, I think all of them were good at everything. Like, I mean, obviously they were better at what they were doing. Oh, then again, Zach was really good at dancing and he was really into that. And uh, Jason and Kimberly were the popular ones. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, like, Kimberly sort of, like, they sometimes suggested she was more of a girly girl. She, she'd have mm-hmm. all the and stuff. But really, um, yeah, they were all kind of pretty mature nerdy, uh, nerd, um, nerds. But I, uh, there's a really good series on YouTube by um, a guy called Linkara. Uh, mm-hmm. called Three of I think I sent you a link of it. Um, and he basically painstakingly... And with reverence has documented this Power Ranger, all the series leading up to quite, I think, past Power Rangers in space. Mm-hmm. Quite, quite past in it. And he, he, it's very entertaining. It's very good what he's done with it. But he made a really good observation about one of the more modern iterations of the Power Rangers. This series has been going on a long time. Um, mm-hmm. um, that the later characters are a little less goody two shoes than the original lineup was. Because yeah. they are a lot more. They are quite straight arrows, and you know we've got to do the right thing. We've got to save the community centers, all the community centers, and you know it's, it was always disrespectful. And then I actually really like that though. I think I like the positive message the Power Ranger had. Power Rangers have, you know, it's absolutely hard. Yeah, and, and that's the thing. But you've also got to realize. The, uh, the time period in which it came out in as well. That, yeah. That's whenever we look back at these shows, you have to look at like from the perspective of the time period, because it was it was a show that was very inclusive. It was extremely positive. It did nothing but give positive messages. Yeah. Pa- the only reason why parents would uh, some parents would have an issue with it was because of the excessive violence. But yeah. it's not really. It's fantasy violence. Yeah. And even though we recreated it many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, and uh, I, I totally get what you mean because I have watched a number of the newer Power Rangers because having uh, a kid now, um, only one of them has really took to Power Rangers, um, but Freya absolutely um, loved it. She watched the entire run of the original Power Rangers, ah. and she uh, also watches a number of the newer ones as well. Well, this is good, Wayne. This is important, because now I know which of your children I like. That's it. <laughs> Freya is now the favourite. Please let her know. And she um, watched 100% of all of the original Thundercats as well. Ah, ah, good. This one's this one's doing well. This one's yeah. doing well. Right. Exactly. Well, and then like, she, she took herself off upstairs today and I was like, where are you going? She's like, ah, oh, I want to watch Adam's Family. I was like, what, the new one? She's like, no, the original. And then she went upstairs and watched Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. Those so are she's movies. Those are really good films. She's got a good taste. Excellent. I'm I'm really pleased I don't have to hate her. This is good. <laughs> this is good. <laughs> so, yeah, and and the thing is, Power Rangers still holds up. Yeah. It still holds up. Obviously, it, it, when you're looking at it from 
um, maybe a grown-up's perspective who was never into Power Rangers, you can see it being as corny as fuck. Yeah, but, but that's what but, it is. But let's while, while we're talking about this, let's 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 address the elephant in the room, or or let's get to it. Let's talk about the Green Ranger. Oh, the arc of the Green Ranger. The five-part Green Ranger arc, which yeah. was. I blew my fucking mind when that came out. Like I said, mm-hmm. I got briefly, that's how I had my first impact, um, first encounter. I was like, I always knew as it started that the sixth ranger was coming and he was mm-hmm. going to be a bad guy. And I was like, that's awesome. You know, he's an evil ranger. There's nothing better than the doppelganger. And he does not disappoint. I mean, like, um, Tommy um, is awesome, like, as, as an addition to the group. And he also has the greatest. You know, uh, uh, uh. even his even his punching noise is wicked. You know, he was, he, yeah. he was, you know, this, this, and it's as a, as an yeah, like that that was a really compelling idea. It really was. He grabbed you, and like that five part arc is solid. Like you know, that that was so much happens in it. Oh, it really really does because that's the thing they, they introduce him initially just as. Um, this uh, new guy in town who's taking part in a martial arts contest with yeah. Jason. Uh, he meets Kimberly. They uh, start to kick it off. They yeah. uh, like she se- seems to like him, and then he gets kidnapped by Rita Repulsa, yeah. and ter- and who uh, for some reason I can't remember why, but she has uh, her own power coin. Yeah. Uh, and bestows upon him the power of the Green Ranger and the Dragon Sword. Yeah, and the uh, and uh, uh, yeah, and the greatest prop weapon in the history of the toy line. I truly miss it. The Dragon Dagger. I I really wish I had my Dragon Dagger. Me too. I truly regret it because it was so wonderful. <laughs> So good, uh, oh. so good, and the Dragon Zord was amazing. Like the um, the original Zords. Like we'll get back to the Green Ranger stuff, but the original we haven't even touched on the Zords. And the Mega Zord was wicked. It was such a cool design. You know, yeah. it, it did get kind of repetitive. Just you know, the, the other Zords literally do shit, and then, the, and then they just they just combine to make the robot, make, make the Mega Zord gets the sword, hacks him in half, job done. Go to go to the uh, place to get some ice creams um yeah. but, what do you mean the place goes to, uh, go to ernie's that's it ernie's i couldn't i couldn't remember the name of it ernie's um where bulk and skull would inevitably do something stupid and everybody would laugh and then they'd all freeze frame um you know and i'm not crit- this isn't criticism i i fucking love this it was i love the you know you could always you know oh, i love the bulk and skull theme tune do 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 you, like back when you could laugh at fat people, it was great. You know, you know. Oh, yeah, I, I, I honestly, uh, I love Bulk and Skull so much. I would, I, I would really like to meet them at a convention. They're really nice guys. Like you see them in interviews and stuff, and they, they're really positive about the experience they had. Um, the guy who played Bulk, he directed, a, I think, a couple of episodes as well. Mm-hmm. He got the opportunity to do it, and yeah, they just, they just. They clearly love the community, you know, the fan community and what they were in there. It's like I'd love to meet them actually. Be, yeah, we should go to a Power Ranger convention with the with the favorite child, uh, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> we 
<laughs> we definitely should. Yeah. We definitely should. Funnily enough, <laughs> I've just, I, I'm going to have to watch a few of these. It, whilst I was just, um, I, sometimes when I'm recording, I just have Google there and I'm just like yeah, yeah. searching things. Um, and there, there are some conspiracy theories that Ernie was actually Zordon. Tommy's gone. Now Tommy's gone, and you know, 
That's the thing. He, he and Tommy, he, Tommy didn't stick around. He was like, "No, I ain't got my powers. I'm gone." Yeah, <laughs> gotta go off and do something different. Um, and yeah, and then the series just continues for a bit with Jason uh, sometimes summoning the dragons on and getting to wear the cool gold shield, mm-hmm. which looked suspiciously um, more material-like in the in the command room <laughs> sequences. Almost as if they couldn't afford the budget to get a decent one. <laughs> That's it. Super Sentai never sent over the original for that. No. Uh, but yeah, no. In, because at that, at that point, I'm trying to think. Uh, they they ended up going for at least a good. Would it have been like a quarter of a season before uh, the White Ranger coming back? Yeah, White Ranger comes in after the arrival of the Thunderzords. So yeah. yeah, so it's the arrival of Lord Zed, and then we see the arrival of the um, of the Thunderzords, um, and then after that, for a good chunk of that, like another quarter of a season, we're talking about quite a few episodes of like thirty episodes or something. Then they bring Jack, then they bring the White Ranger in, and who is lo and behold, they, I love it, <laughs> like Zordon and Alpha just kidnap Tommy. Yeah, just, they just they just beam him out. They don't they don't just call him or find him. I mean, they just teleport him and they just experiment on him from the audience perspective. And ever and the other rangers are like, who's this fuck? Who's this guy? They just we've been replaced. We've been replaced. What the fuck? What's what's going on? And it, but it was a really cool reveal as well. It's like well, he's he's got this wicked looking power like Power Ranger armor that's um you know the the new the new look series, and he's got a talking sword. Saba. Uh, I had Saba. I had the White Ranger Megazord. It was bloody good. I know, and that's the thing because when we was a kid, I had. Uh, did we both have the Megazord? I think we both had the Megazord. Um, yeah. Did remember... you have the uh, Dragon Zord? No, my um, what? my Jayesh had the Megazord. Oh, sorry, I had the Dragon Zord. I had the Dragon Zord as well. Yeah. The and that was what was great about that was oh man, it's a really good toy. Like yeah. they are really good toys, and they combine together so well. So the Dragon Zord body armor would attach to the um, Tyrannosaurus. Mm-hmm. That would make you know another another fighter. Which the was, Mega Dragon Zord. Yeah, the Mega Dragon Zord, which was really cool. Um, yeah, just some just some really ah, oh, it's such a good toy line. Really some, good toy. And Titanic yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the thing that uh, the. The entire uh, toy range, they just worked perfectly. Yeah. They folded in the exact way that they needed to. They were solid. They were stable. Screen accurate as hell. It was great. Yeah. They yeah. Sold really well-made toys. Um, and Because well, they were basically just re, re, uh, using the same molds from the Japanese line. Um, mm-hmm. Says, well, Japanese know how to make toys, don't they? Um, and the figure range was good. I remember, like... There was a dem- and you know it's, it shows the changing of the times. They originally only really released the um, the male Power Rangers, but there was a demand for the for the female ones and the toy. Yeah, I, I, I managed to have the whole set. I, mean, I was really proud of that. But what was cool was they all came with their special weapons. So if you got them all, you could combine. You know when they just attached all their weapons together and they get into a gun. I was like, yeah, yeah I had that as well. It's fucking. Good. Oh yeah, so no, that's it. And that's the thing. It's like it, even though like the the accessory um, weapons that you get with any sort of action figure are always a bit flimsy, 
they managed to hold together just with those little bits of plastic like folding onto the right pieces yes and I, I, like yourself, I had all uh, all of the ranges, and I absolutely adored them. Yeah. I was. Uh, I think both of us have been lucky enough that, like, during our childhoods, we have parents who would uh, treat us to those sorts of toys. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. Like, um, yeah, my, my mom picked up the um, picked up the pink and the green uh, yellow ranger for me. I wish mean, she was pleased that I was having female characters in my toy line, and, <laughs> but she didn't need, she didn't understand. I had to have them all. <laughs> um, I got the Green Ranger as well, and I was des- I was bitterly disappointed that it didn't come with the gold shield because uh, they just, they just redid the recolor. But you know, still I had it, and you know, we had the Dragon Dagger, which was cool. So. It, did you ever get the um the larger figures? So I regretted not getting the larger figures. I went with the smaller ones because I liked small. I just from a scale point of view, when you're playing with toys, it's, I think smaller is better. But yeah. I would say that the biggest Power Ranger figures are good, really mm-hmm. well articulated. And I did get the White Ranger, which came with the white uh with the white Tiger droid. Yeah. Uh, which uh which combined with them with the um. Thunder Megazords as well, which JH then got the Thunder Megazords. They, they play kids like that, you know, you're like, gotta buy the new ones. I was like, I've gotta buy the new ones. Um, and yeah, the and so I had the larger one, but that was the only one I had of the range, but it was a really good figure. Oh, why did I get rid yeah. of those? Why did Mate, I? Honestly, my mum my convinced me, because the thing is, I got to an age where I wasn't really playing with them yeah. anymore, and she's like, my mum's like, look, let your nieces play with them. I was like, no, they'll ruin them. <laughs> she was like, no, let them play with them. I was like, no, they'll ruin them. And yeah. she's like, no, you really should. I was like, if I sell them to you. <laughs> <laughs> I respect that way. I respect that immensely. <laughs> so, yeah, I sold my figures to my own mum so that my nieces could play with them. Well, they should be damn well grateful that that happened. And yeah, and, but now I regret that decision because <laughs> yes, that that did allow me to buy more Mega Drive games. But because <laughs> the future was always going to be Mega Drive games. <laughs> Mega Drive is a good game console, but I buy Mega Drive. I really regret. It. I regret getting rid of everything. Yeah, but oh. no, it's um. Yeah, no, I was lucky enough to have all of the like uh, the smaller five-inch figure sets as well as the large ones. Oh, nice. So I had the large ones. I never had the white range, though, because I never got the Tiger Zord. Yeah. Yeah, I, I had the Megazord and the Dragon Zord. Never had Titanus. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, that was the really rich kid toy. Yeah. Like, yeah. If you were, you know... Titanus wasn't particularly a good toy. Basically... You just stood your Megazord in the in Titanus, and that would be and its head moved a bit. I think I never saw that one. That was it. But I'm pretty sure that's all that toy did. But that's all he done on the show. Yeah, it doesn't mean I didn't want it, Wayne. It doesn't mean I needed it. I needed it, but I'm pretty sure that's all it would have done. Oh, but yeah, no, and I I never got any of the Thunderzords. The the Thunderzords were solid toys. They're really good. I did resent the fact that they came out the moment after I bought the Megazord. I remember trying to explain to my mum and mum, don't you dare tell me that you need these. <laughs> I was like, all right. I don't need them. I, I think I was prob- probably in a similar situation, but at the same time, I uh, 
I never liked the Thunder Zords as much as I liked the original Zords. No, the original Mega Zord was a really good, really good toy. Like, yeah, like I said, screen accurate, fun to play with, sturdy, like all the all the stuff you said. Yeah. Well, I've got, I've got a friend called Chris. Um, if he's listening to this, hi Chris. Um, he's he is bonkers into Power Rangers. His favourite is the Black Ranger. He's got the watch. You know the one that Billy made. Oh. Um, he's got the morpher. He actually gave me the this morpher I've got uh, as a present, and we used to live together. And he had, uh, he has, I think he has a lot of the Power Ranger toy re, re uh, releases that they had, and a few of the original ones. And they they're really, you know, he's like some of the stuff you can get now is just absolutely amazing. But even then, that, those toys were great. Um, oh, they they really were. Uh, they really and and the thing is, I. I also regret not having enough money to buy some of the re-release <coughs> toys uh, from like back. Like when would it have been? Like four years ago, three years ago? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, about three years. Well, I suppose it would have been because it would have been for the 25th anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, so it would have been 2018. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, you was telling me about your friend. Oh yeah, no, yeah. So yeah, Chris is just. Insane things, Power Rangers. He's he's probably screaming at he'd be probably screaming at us saying things that are incorrect and like the you know these inaccuracies. But um but yeah he but he had a he has a very large collection of Power Rangers. Very very into it as well. And it's sort of he, I didn't know about the re-releases and he started showing them to me and I was like yeah, these are great these are really great. I need a Red Ranger costume. And I was like, and for a brief period of time, I was like, I'm myself a Red Ranger costume. I just, I need it. Maybe Mate, it. honestly, honestly, I want a fucking Ranger costume. Now that I've lost weight, I want a Ranger costume. Let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. We need them in our lives. We'll be better people for it. There's some great sites for us to do it. Let's do it. Honestly, I hold a fucking convention once a year. I can easily go as a Power Ranger. You should, you should. Let's get it. Well, we've we got... We've got a black, we'll call Stephen Hodgkins. I think he still lives in the area. He can be Golder. He can be whatever we tell him to be, Wayne. Right? No, he'll be Golder. <laughs> I think I hit him hard then. Uh, I'm like five times physical mass now. So, <laughs> fuck it, he's a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we need him to be Golder. <laughs> oh, no, honestly. I, uh, yeah, no. I, I'm not even lying. I genuinely really, really want a costume and a helmet. Right, we're doing it. There's um there's a guy who makes them. Like it's I've got him all over Facebook, I'll send you a link. We like he, to order like he does all the Power Ranger helmets, all of the varying types and stuff. So yeah, we can we can probably get those pretty easily. I mean don't I hate to I hate to imagine how much they're gonna cost. Mm-hmm. Second, mate. Sorry you cut out for a second. Yeah, I'm I was, back. I was just saying, um, I hate to imagine how much they're going to cost. Doesn't matter when. How much does how much does joy what joy cost to you, my friend? How much does it cost? I'll have, a, I'll have a look into it. Um, it's oh, it's always promoting on my Facebook. I recently got on Facebook. Um, I don't know. Have a quick hunt while I, while we're, while we're looking for it. Is there anything else like in, about the series? Which I um, okay, I tell you what. Let's touch up before. Um, oh wait, no, that actually came after. Okay, um, because how did how did you feel as a fan when we ended up getting um, Jason, Zach, 
and Trini leaving the group very unexpectedly. Oh yeah, I hated it. I hated it um, because I, though, those were among my favorite characters. I love Jason, obviously, he's my favorite. I love the Rain, Red Ranger. Um, mm-hmm. And even as a child, I was kind of like, wait, I just, I loved the. It was a, such a ridiculous idea. Yeah, they, you've been nominated to be ambassadors to the, the UN. To the UN. What? It's just randomly free people have been chosen to be. And, and they kind of just disappeared from screen. We barely see them. And like thinking back, you can see it's just unused footage that they've used. Because I'm, I'm thinking there was a reason they, they left. They had a falling out with the producers or... I am positive that there was a reason. Um, it was. I, I'm, I'm sure it was something. Money, it, it was something to do with pay. Yeah, um, I, I have no doubt that geez. those guys were absolutely underpaid for what they were bringing into the company. Uh, it's nothing that a good Google search won't uh, no, figure out. Uh, I would bet that they they quite rightly wanted more money and they got and they got screwed for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, they absolutely. I'm. I'm sure that they did because it's. It, it's like anything. It's like fucking like it. Look at if you look at like like pop groups that are formed yeah, by uh, uh, like um, studios, they get absolutely uh, rinsed. It's like I know how how popular fucking S Club Seven were. Yeah. And they were getting paid less than like people that work at Tesco. That's insane, isn't it? And they and they were working constantly and promoting all the time. Nice. What's it saying? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, the power transfer part one and two were the twenty seventh and twenty eighth episodes in the second season of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The two parts that had massive ramifications on the show's future. Nowadays, it is commonplace for a show to drop bombshells during the middle of a season. However, in nineteen ninety four on the kids' show, it was a big deal. Yeah, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. Yeah, these are the convenient the convenience of oh look three new friends who have an interesting color coordinated sense that matches three of our original friends. Okay, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Was it Rocky, Adam, and Aisha? Yeah, and they're not bad. And, you I know, like they're them. Yeah, they're quite likable. Again, diversity is good. You know, um, mm-hmm. yeah, just uh, yeah. So um, apparently, uh, Austin St. John, Walter Emmanuel Jones, and Ty uh, Train all walked off of the show over disputes with their pay. Yeah, that seems fair. I, um, I put out that they were in the right as well. And apparently, the um, sh- uh, the show did not have a union, and apparently, uh, they were paying them less than minimum wage. Yeah. No. Fucking less than minimum wage, considering the money that that show was bringing in. Yeah, they were had that. Well, they had the um, they had that sold out show that mm-hmm. like basically um, they caused gridlock in I can't remember which city in America it was, but yeah, it was the, it was the biggest thing in the world. It was huge, and they yeah, I have no doubt that they were in the right to demand more money. I mean, but um, Jason returned out there today couple of times he he's returned a number of times yeah it, it, I, though i haven't experienced all of them because okay. i it, i haven't watched all it, it, i pretty much fell off at zeo yeah that's when i i dropped out as well because i just thought it was stupid zeo looks stupid their costumes were dumb <laughs> i just didn't 
And but I mean the continuity of the show because um, I do know about it because I actually because of Linkara and that's how I watch Power Rangers. I I kind of kind of enjoy uh, learn the narrative because he he took it from an adult perspective, so I didn't have to sit through all the trash. I just mm-hmm. I got the main bulk of the arc of the series. And to be honest, it gets pretty epic. Like they and to to the point that they eventually resolve that continuity story arc and then they finish it and then from then it becomes um a self-contained universe with a of a new one like uh samurai or um lightspeed rescue or you know those those ones i think that's during the disney acquisition as well when disney briefly had it mm-hmm. but it, it, but they do what they do in the um in those series is they have a crossover with the previous power ranger team which mm-hmm. is like a tradition that they would have which was quite cool but have you seen back in the red yes i have back in the red's awesome it's an it's, awesome episode it, it, it's just so cool and when if i was thinking oh jason's on it and then jason turns up and i'm like yeah that's so cool and they and they all get their own little moment to shine but did you know that because they fight serpent terror which was yes. Lord Zed's giant evil Zord, which I thought was a really cool thing. And they fight the big bad Beetleborgs because they because it was save money <laughs> <laughs> to have that. But apparently the sorry if I, if you already know this, but apparently the reason that the last minute because it gets really weird, one of the Power Rangers just jumps on a flying surfboard and destroys everything, or a bike. No, it's a flying bike. Yeah. And, and apparently they'd run out of money as they were shooting it, and the and basically they said, well, if you can put this motorcycle in it and it make it the, the coolest part of the episode, you can have the money to finish the effects and finish the episode. Because we need to sell this bike. Yeah, we need to see this, sell this. Yeah, this bike. <laughs> We've got fifty thousand bikes left over from the latest GI Joe that we need to rehash. Yeah, repaint, stick some wings on it. Yeah, I just have it as the most have it as as the most powerful weapon in the universe, and it can defeat Serpent Terror. It's like, but that defeats the purpose of the episode. Doesn't matter. Do you want your Do you want your two hundred pounds for post production or what? <laughs> you know, do you want to pay for uh, Jason David Frank's you know cocaine or what? <laughs> it's not going to. <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, it's funny because. Um, I, I I have uh, dipped in and out of um, like looking up like storylines and that with regards to Power Rangers because for uh, for a long time uh, they they did continue an arc yeah th- throughout it for like quite a period yeah they did yeah and uh, I uh, seeing all of like the the new villains that come in and take over from. Because it's like I never even realised that like Zed and Rita like just like get kicked out and yeah, exiled. They, yeah, they get exiled by the the Mechanicum Empire or whatever, the Clockwork Empire. Yeah, and and they, what they are is they have they have this random they have a couple of random arcs. One they live on the other side of the moon, so they mm-hmm. just they basically laugh at them and say, "You will you reckon you'll take the Power Rangers out? Go ahead." Go do it. We don't give a crap. Go on. Good luck with that. We because we, we 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 completely failed to do that. Well, I, lo- I also love that Lord Zed and Rita become a couple. I think that's yes. hysterically funny. But I think they did the reason they did that was the they got a lot of complaints that Lord Zed was too scary. So they <laughs> did it as a way to make him less less terrifying. I I, lo- I love Lord Zed. I think he's he's a great looking villain. He's got his initial on his head. 
You just gotta love it. His parties are, you know, have a defective weakness that's really stupid. But they, another thing they do is they have a random arc where he and Rita, and I think Goldar's there as well, just traveling around in a Winnebago, mm-hmm. on Earth, just doing whatever the hell they want. And it's just, just crazy. There's some really fun, crazy ideas in the show, and I just, I really, I really like that. I really, um, I mean, whatever they got this footage from, they just like, well, how do we make it about this? Or uh, just getting those shots done. I, there's a really backtrack. There's a really great one with Kimberly where mm-hmm. she's pretending to be Rita, and she does a solid Rita impersonation. Like, oh, she does. Yeah, that's and, and it's just fun, fun little bits and pieces with it. But yeah, they, the in the final final where they resolve the end of Power Rangers, I if I remember it correctly, they basically defeat all the evil in the universe. Mm-hmm. And it cuts to everything being turned good. And one thing that you see is Lord Zed and Rita turn into a couple that's dancing. And it's, yeah. you know, it's a little nod to their happy ending. They're just in love and that's how it is. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, then the series all becomes sort of self-contained. But they always nod to the others. Like Jason, sorry, uh, Tommy comes back um, in one of the series as a sort of mentor character, which... Uh, uh, was that Dino Charge? Yeah, Dino Charge. He becomes a Black Ranger. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but like you, I, I didn't, I haven't watched them. I'm just aware of the ones that are worth paying attention to. Yeah, no, because I watched a few episodes of Dino Charge just to get a feel for it. Because yeah, yeah he's like a uh, like university professor or something. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm a university professor now. What's he know? That's brilliant, by the way. I, I I think he is a really great guy. Um, you know, his mm-hmm. his commitment to the franchise I think is really cool. Um, um because um, I uh, I uh, he was always I think Tommy was always most people's favorite. Oh yeah, he's the most popular Power Ranger without question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, funnily enough, on uh, here because. I started watching a bit of Zio and then dropped off, but I was always disgusted that they replaced Billy with a kid. Oh, everyone hated that. No, that's um, no, that's not Billy. They they didn't replace Billy with a kid. They replaced Rocky with a kid with the most hated series, which is the cast. No, no, no it was no, it's, it was Billy. Billy gets replaced with um, they replace all of them with kids for a while. And have them replace. It gets really convoluted this show, but I think the guy who played Billy was having trouble with them as well. I think he got pretty badly treated on the show, and his writing out was he got overaged or something, or put in another dimension or something, and yeah, they wrote him out that way. Um, hold on. Uh, apparently, um, uh, David Yost, um, he uh, he like came out years later that uh, Terry said the reason why he left the show. Because initially they had said that it was overpay as well. Yeah. But the real reason was uh, he was getting harassed by crew members saying that it wasn't believable that a gay guy could be a hero. That's shit. That's really shit. Yeah. So he was catching shit like behind the scenes and he just said that he um, he, he couldn't take it anymore. That's really understandable. That's awful. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Absolutely. I did, but the thing is, I didn't even even think that uh, it, 
he was gay. He wasn't portrayed in any sort of stereotypically uh, stereotypical way. He had more girlfriends in that show than Jason ever had. Jason only ever has a love interest once in that series, and that's when he's the Gold Ranger. And mm-hmm. even then, it's him just walking off after a girl. He has no physical contact with any girl at any time. Whereas, yeah, but, but Billy, Billy was was swimming in person. Yeah, well, it's 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 amazing because I think obviously. With it being the early 90s and a kids show, they never would have gone there. But I would have loved them to have played one of the Rangers as gay. Well, I mean, something that that's something that would happen now. I mean, and I I think we should. Do you want to move to the movies? I I really want to talk about oh, the movies. We talk about <laughs> the movies. But um, but but just on that on that subject, like that new Power Ranger film has a, a few problems. I still like it more than than uh, than Picard and Discovery. Um, I think it's still better than Picard and Discovery, but they they have gay cat. One of the Rangers is gay. Um, and the yes. Other, there's another one which has the most unrealistic version of autism I've ever seen, um, and it's pretty well cast film actually. I will give it that. But yeah, should we should we should we uh, you want to start with the films then? Yeah. Oh, uh, mate. Honestly, that film has been so uh, ha- has left such an impact that to this day. I still want to learn how to roller skate and go skydiving. Oh, mate. I mean, this is, this is what I love about it, is that the film nails what a Power, what Power Rangers was, and it, and it just does its own... It does it just does it so well in that... I remember seeing it in the cinema, and I was just... I wasn't disappointed. It, it was It's an action-adventure, um, exhilarating story, which is really... It's, it's very much a Power Ranger episode stretched out. And it, like you said, it it opens it opens with them doing a, a charity skydive with yeah. Hulk Skull also jumping out and doing their you know looking like idiots. And then they just they all go skate the roller skating for no reason around a building site that just so happens to be where Ivan Ooze is going to be unearthed. Ivan Ooze is awesome. I love Ivan Ooze so much. I love late '90s CGI so much. Oh, he's brilliant. You've got Fred, like this random kid we've never seen before, who's mm-hmm. for some reason gets more screen time than he needs. But it's it's really cool. I mean, the bit when Ivan just Ivan like basically turns up and within minutes neutralizes Rita and Zed, <laughs> turns them into turns them into tiny little people, and then he destroys the command center and basically kills Zordon. And it's like yeah, awful. It's awful. And then they engage on this genuinely cool quest where they've got to learn to become ninjas and find the animal within them, inside themselves. And they fight a giant skeleton dinosaur. Sorry, wait, I'm just reminiscing. But this film's amazing. Whilst no. at the same time, Zed, uh, uh, sorry, um, Ooze mind controls the entire, t- all the ad- all the grown-ups into digging up his megazords. And yeah. they learn the power of friendship and then they go fight him. Yeah, it's, 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 it is a really, really solid Power Rangers yeah. outing. Yeah, it's, 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 it's simple, breezy and fun. Um, it's got, it's got just, uh, it's just the right balance of everything you want it to be. Bulk and Skull get stuff to do. Uh, it's kind of like, it's, it is kind of like a continuation of the series, but it's also its own thing. But what's interesting with the series, which is the Zio area, they kind of retcon how that how they get their own version. So it's like a parallel reality. Yeah. There the 
I mean, it's got some great lines. It's got the, during the Megazord fight, they've got the emergency button, which is them just kicking Ooze in the balls. Uh, yeah. And it's got the great line where Ooze is like, look, it's that it's that cute little pink ranger. And he's like, you think she's cute too? Uh, it's like, yeah. it's absolutely brilliant. It's just, um, it, it, it's, it's just, it's just a good time. The, the single greatest moment of that whole fucking movie is when they first morph and they're in their more expensive-looking movie-adapted mo- uh, stuff with 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 like musculature and texture to the suits. They look like actual yeah. body armor that can take bullets. Um, and they and each one has their own special power, like infrared and stuff. And then like that's ah, really dark in here. And Yellow Ranger's like activating headlamps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the funniest thing I've ever seen. Because shit. They can't light up anything. <laughs> Why don't they all have infrared? <laughs> What's the purpose of one having that and the other one having these really impractical headlights <laughs> pop out the top of their head? It's so stupid. Has no sort of range whatsoever. <laughs> it's really bad. So Poor bad. Aisha. <laughs> oh, it's, it's just really, it's really funny. It's really good. Um... Yeah, oh, but, Zords are cool. Like the Zords design, I mean, they are fully CGI so of that time, and it suffers. Like if you look at it now, but they're still cool. Like the animal versions of them are still cool. Yeah, and that's the thing because I, I don't think the ninjas. No, the ninja swords definitely didn't come in before. Uh, uh, come in after Zio. It was definitely before Zio. Yeah, yeah, it would because they were still using the old Power Ranger suits, but they brought in the like the ninja outfit. That was it. Sorry, the ninjas. Yeah. Outfit. Well, that's what they were. And they've got... Um, Ninja. Yeah. Ninja! <laughs> yeah, they rewrit the entire reason like, of getting them. They kind of... like uh, the, the movie is its own thing. Yeah. And to be honest, I, I, I wish that they had just tied it in with the movie, though. Yeah, I think I think the audience would just accept that they didn't... They, you know, that the Yellow Ranger wasn't going to have like, cool headlights in the series. That's... <laughs> They needed to save that that precious precious money to uh, you know construct sets and, <laughs> and not oh, pay actors. But there is like dark moments. It's like um, uh, Ivan Ooze. Uh, like once the parents have finished like uh, oh, digging yeah. up his uh, uh, his doors, it's like go commit suicide. Yeah, all of you go die. Yeah, that's pretty, it's it's pretty dark. It is pretty dark. And like the art there with Scott, uh, Bulk and Skull and and the kid Fred who we never see again. They do save the day with um, working together, and it's good. It's good. Yeah. In fact, about that movie, the entire length of that film mm-hmm. is the entire amount of time you wait until the Power Rangers turn up in the nineteen, uh, sorry, in the two thousand and eighteen version. That's how really? it takes. Yeah, have you seen the film? I have seen it, yeah. Yeah. I thought it was all right. It's it's not terrible. It's not great either. But one thing I did like that it kind of adds to the mythology is the idea that Rita used to be the Green Ranger. Yes. I think mean, that's a cool, and that's where the Green Ranger, which is a really interesting idea of how, and Zordon was the Red Ranger, and he's now in this mm-hmm. this other state because he can't be fun. I, I thought that was pretty cool. There's... There's, there's some really nice ideas in that film, and I think it, it's like a John Hughes movie. It's great. Like It's like The Breakfast Club. Um, mm-hmm. and it's a really great cast of actors. It's kind of boring, though, isn't it? Like, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, you, you you want them to get into the suits a lot earlier. Yeah, and it's. I mean, I've, I love her playing uh, Rita. I've got her name now, it's off my head. Um, mm-hmm. She's perfectly cast in the role. She's 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 literally chewing scenery and eating Krispy Kremes. Um, the product placement in that film is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and Angel Grove, it's a mining fishing town. It's got everything. Yeah. Which is kind of what the series was as well. Like Angel Grove had everything in in that series as well. But mm-hmm. I yes, yeah, it totally doesn't really make that much sense. Um, it takes forever to get anywhere, and the the Zord designs are shit. They're just mm-hmm. they're shit, and they they look shit. And Goldar looks shit, and it's it's yeah, it's just it's um, it's funny that like the original the, the first Power Ranger movie is so so much more fun than this one like this this just isn't very fun um mm-hmm. yeah no, no i yeah no i agree i agree um but with the original as well um the it, that was the first one that i was introduced to red hot chili peppers as well but what the original one yeah the original yeah it's uh it's the song when they jump out of the plane when they're skydiving. What song is it? Which song is it? Uh, it's higher ground. People, is it? Oh my god, that must have been half the budget going on that royalty. Yeah, because they they had um them do that song and then later on with the ooze they had shampoo uh, yes. with oh we're in trouble yeah. Shampoo. I'm a lot. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a masterpiece. Yeah, but no, <laughs> no, Chili Peppers is in there. Oh man, that film just oh, feels so goddamn good. Oh, yeah. and as you said, like the the entire, I it's to this day, Zordon's death still uh, makes me well up a bit. It's awful. He's like, it's just this whole time he's just, just laying there on his broken crystal bed and it's. Horrible. But I also love what I love about the film is it's that classic example, especially in the 90s, when you do a film adaptation of a TV show and everything is supercharged because they've got money. And yeah. so the sets are bigger and the command throne's a nicer looking place. And, and, and you know, the, like I said, the Power Ranger armor is, is, is much nicer and the gold R looks great in it. Um, yeah, it's it's. And also one of my favorite, just one of my favorite little moments is because they absolutely hate him is uh, the, the first time that Zed and Rita cheer on the Power Rangers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. <laughs> I also like the final shot of that. Well, I think it's just the credits. And he's got Goldar sitting on the throne, and he's like, oh, and he's like, oh, hail Goldar, with the random pink guy that was never in the series. And just as he's about to have his crown, the door collapses, and there's Rita and Zed, and he's he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> it's like, yeah. it's great. <laughs> there is one thing that bothers me from that movie, yeah. and that is that they've replaced Squat and Baboon. That's what I mean. Yeah, they've got that random pink guy. Yeah. Squat and Baboon. It's like, just doesn't really make any sense why he's there. He's just this weird generic villain who's he's a he's very Power Ranger. He doesn't feel out of place. But he's like, where's where's the rest of them? Where's um? Westminster. Yeah, where's Finster? Beloved Finster. 
you know, the creepy old guy just like sculpting models that this insane screechy woman likes to throw a magic staff at to make into giant monsters. I just and who wouldn't got it back? Did she send a retrieval team to <laughs> pick up a staff each time? Uh, it's, it's a good question. She she probably had a special party that would just go okay. down to collect the, the stuff. Pick it up. Those guys are really retarded. I don't think you should send them to do it. Should we talk about the collateral damage of the Vendicus? Oh, the death toll in Angel Grove. Horrendous. I mean, they've lost so many skyscrapers destroyed. So many. But also, it's impressive just how quickly they rebuild. Well, well, as we realised in the new recent film, uh, Angel Grove is a mining and a a, um, a thriving fishing community. So they they must be able to make... It's probably got its own airport and casinos as well. So they could probably recoup that quite quickly. Yeah. Good strong infrastructure. I'm just... Whoever the builders are in Angel Grove, hats off to them. I assume it's probably just the Power Rangers. The kids probably do it in their free time when they're not, you know, fighting. Because they're involved in every community scheme going. They're probably just, you know... Got to go and got to go and knock up another building. All right, Billy, let's do it. And it's like, um, you know, they'll they'll be like, oh, I've come up with a more complex concrete mix that'll uh, get the job done way quicker. And then Bulk and Skull turn up and go, like, we'll do it this time. And then they cover themselves in concrete and turn in the statues, and everybody has a great laugh. I could write a lot of Power Ranger episodes if I wanted to. Way, and I, I, it's, it's like the Matrix. I can see the formula. <laughs> have the right classic Power Rangers stuff. Yeah. Oh dear, I, I love it. Um, but it, it, I also it, from the series, another thing that I enjoyed when because it, as you said, I, uh, Lord Zed came in, he uh, kicked Rita out, um, he expelled and like put her back in a like garbage can, yeah, and uh, sent her back off. Um, and w- eventually, uh, because that meant that Finster was out of a job. Yes. Because Zed would just turn things into monsters. He had a way more efficient means. Yeah. <laughs> but I love that um, eventually uh, Bulk and Skull find Rita's dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> I spent, spent an entire episode trying to open it. And they even... They uh, either create or find somewhere. I don't know where you'd find it. A, a ginormous tin can opener that's about <laughs> six foot long <laughs> to try and open it. I think that was the first time that she tried uh, that she almost came back because the Power Rangers caught her, put her back in a dumpster, and sent her off. Yeah. Um, but the second time I'm, uh, was when she was coming back permanently, and Finster was kind of like part and parcel of helping bring her back as well he makes the love potion doesn't he he does make the love potion yeah he makes the love potion because at that point as well that, that was the sort of point in the series because they they reached a point where they had ran out of super sentai to yeah. use yeah and then uh, that's when they start creating their own original content fully yeah because that's when they also recast Rita. She had her face changed, didn't they? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, to make her younger, so Zeddy would fall in love with her. Yeah. yeah. That was the, the, uh, that's, the unholy marriage. That's a clever move, though. That shows the 
creativity of the writing. You know, actually, you know what's a really good two-parter they did? It might have been a three-parter. When they get transported back in time and they have to go to the old, you know, to um, to uh, the, the old West style power, era of Angel Grove. And so you've got really bad Irish accents, like horrendously bad, you know, Irish accents going on. Um, and they make a clone of Tommy, who's who's the Green Ranger, because he can have Green Ranger powers again. And he fights the White Ranger. And I was like, that's wicked. So cool. Oh. Yeah. So uh, I, I, to be honest, I had forgotten about that episode. I thought it was amazing when it came out. And yeah, yeah it's just, just nice touches. Oh, yeah. No, it's absolutely uh, amazing. And it, there aren't like loads of those uh, nice little arcs that yeah. go throughout. Because when they, turned the, when they turned them into kids... Was that one of the later episodes? One of the yeah, it's towards it's towards this before. I think that was during the Ninja era, isn't it? Nin, uh, so they were approaching Zero at that point, and I think ah, uh, it might have actually been going into Zero because then they had the yes, because it was right towards the end. Because then they had the Alien Rangers. Yeah, to come in and do the job for them and. The, the hijinks of the aliens learning about Earth life and Billy would have to be like the mentor to the kids uh, as they were difficult and unhealthy and, and they had to go on like their own little vision quests. Yes. Um, and, and the thing that I hated the most, and Alpha 5 was now Alpha 6, and he was yeah. like, hey, hey, how's it going? I'm, I'm Alpha 6. What uh, about? The thing is, they was already on icy waters with me when they got rid of Kimberly. Oh, yeah, well... Australians don't believe in belong in the Power Rangers. I'm sure she's really lovely in real life. Um, yeah, and she was yeah. an evil cat. <laughs> she, she and she made Kimberly fall off a beam or something to hurt her leg. Like Kimberly gets a proper send off in that one, which is quite mm-hmm. good. Yeah, I'm glad because that's the thing. At that point, I don't. I haven't read up too much um, to know um, like her choices behind leaving. Yeah. Um, but yeah, when um, uh, when Kimberly left, I'm glad that she at least got a story arc to sign her off. I was angry that Tommy got over her so quickly. Yeah, yeah, within minutes, he's like, "Yeah, I'm fine. With it. Cool cat. Do you want to go out?" It's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, uh, but also, I because I uh, I never watched it until much later on. I was happy to see. Kimberly and Jason return in the Power Rangers Turbo movie. Yeah, but they're kind of wasted in it though, aren't they? They're not. They're mm. not particularly. They're just. They're just kind of in the background for most of it. Jason's in. Yeah, yeah. They're just randomly in it, but then they don't really do much except get possessed or uh, get mm-hmm. get imprisoned. Yeah. That's a, a rat. The Power Rangers Turbo is. I think it's the the least popular series, mainly because it had the disadvantage of having to change everything and hand over, have the changing of the guard. But yeah, oh wait, no, it was Power Rangers Turbo that had, had the kid. kid who turned yeah. into the Blue Ranger, which sucked. Nobody liked that. Nobody wanted that. No, and I can imagine the powers that be were just thinking, you know what? Uh, kids love Power Rangers. They'd love to see a kid like them be a Power Ranger. Yeah, it's just like, I, I get the logic of it. It's just like, no, 
No, what, what you've got to realise is people hate child actors. Yeah, he's, he's just going to be an annoying thing the whole time. And it's no offence to the kids, but he's just going to be annoying. I like the I like the new Red Ranger. Um, I can't remember his name. Rocky. No, oh, what? Uh, uh, Rocky was the Blue Ranger who gets replaced by the kid. Oh, um, I don't know. Um, the guy who takes over from Jason. Yeah. Uh, because Jason was uh, not uh, not Jason. Uh, um, Tommy. Because yeah, in. Sorry, I was just going to say because Tommy becomes the Red Ranger in Zio. Yeah, and he's, then he's, he, yeah, he changes. He's he's in Turbo at the beginning, and then I think midway through he leaves the series, and they replace him with someone. And I thought he was alright. I liked him. Um, yeah, yeah Tur- Turbo was the weak one, but then they they do more space stuff, which I like. Mhm. Yeah, no, that's the thing because uh, what I what I appreciated about that was. At that point, it was a continuing story arc. They would sign off like each series by like like having a story arc. Like it was uh, Power Rangers Turbo, then Power Rangers in Space, yes. then Lost Galaxy. Yeah. Then it was what was after Lost Galaxy? I think Lost Galaxy ends that era of Power Rangers. That's the final one that's tied into the other. Is that the one where they get home? And uh, and, and, and in the end, and then, and, and then all the forces of evil get stopped. And like, I think that yes. is. And then from then on, it's all self-contained uh, versions, like uh, Lightspeed Rescue, Lightspeed Rescue, and uh, the Time Force series, and um, mm-hmm. what else? Dino Dino Thunder. I tell you, I tell you, what we haven't really addressed, and we talked about it briefly at the beginning, was the soundtrack. Yeah. Power Ranger intros are the best. They're yeah. so good. Like I um, I had a, I had it on Spotify. They had like a, there's a there's a guy who's done like all of the Power Ranger songs like as a continued thing. It's about 15 minutes long, mm-hmm. but it's so good. It's so good. Like. I appreciate that in the most recent series for like the last three or four years. They've gone back to the Go Go Power Rangers yeah. uh, theme within it. Like, like they at least have a nod to it in there. Yeah. Because. Well, yeah. Sorry. For me, it's the um, the, it, it, the original is by far the best. Yeah. Well, without um, question. Without question. I actually quite like. Um, yeah, I, I like most of them. I think they. But the, 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 the best will always be my mind from Power Rangers. It's just, you know, it's so good at that. Just from the moment that guitar riff starts. Dun, 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 oh, it's just... Dun, dun, dun. Oh, so good. It's so good. It, it is. And the thing is, as well, because uh, if I'm ever going to listen to it because I fancy listening to it, it will always be the extended version. Yeah. It's got to be the extended version. Oh, and yeah. it's, I just it, And the lyrics to that... I just love it. Hey, you've got a power and a force that you've never seen before. And they've got the ability to morph into even a score. No one will ever take them down. The power's on their side. Go, 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 go,
Right, so the, for the rest of the uh, the rest of this recording will be Wayne and I ready to do the entirety of the Power Ranger album. <laughs> yeah, just you've got the ability to morph and to even up the score. Very good. <laughs> that like, I love the fact that the guy who sings it sounds like James Hetfield from Metallica. It's great. It's just it's like oh, so very, good. So good. Yeah, just so, so, so good. Like, as a series, it is lightning in a bottle, like, when everything's just come together. And it's got this awesome soundtrack, this, like, really iconic music. It's, it's got, you know, this... It, there's nothing like it with how, in regards to live action, so it had this kind of real... It just it grabbed you right away as a kid, and it just had all this insanity that's going on in there. And it's, you know, some... Really talented people worked on getting that to be a coherent thing, you know. So mm-hmm. I, think I think that speaks volumes about like the the creative process that went into that. It's just, it's just really, yeah, really cool. And like they still really they still use the footage and stuff now, but obviously it's a way more streamlined system. But mm-hmm. especially the original stuff will always be the best because of it. Of course it will. Of course it will. And yeah, no, and it's it's had. Uh, it's it's amazing because it has had an impact on my life. Yeah, and a positive impact, which I think Barringers is, is a positive thing. And mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's great. You know, it's just, absolutely. Yeah, it helps us form our friendship, which is twenty plus years now, which is exactly. insane. And that's the thing: if we hadn't have got into Power Rangers and been friends, we may never have shared our love of Star Trek, and maybe yeah. never have encouraged each other's love of Star Trek at that point in time. No, no, I think, and I think that was from Power Rangers. It was that we then went into the more mature element of it. Like we always loved Power Rangers, but Star Trek was, I think, where we, we were like went to that next level and it's yeah it's a it's a precious thing like it's a positive forces are an important thing in life i think and it sounds really stupid when you say it out loud but it it, it i think yeah power rangers is is something that teaches tolerance and respect and fighting putty people with mentally you know who are mentally challenged taught, taught, taught us all the important stuff and it but it's it it was yeah something that i remember fondly i think i could ca- happily watch a few of them Again, I kind of want to watch that Green Ranger arc again. Um, yeah. I might have to do that. We should meet up and watch that at some point. <laughs> Maybe we should even do a watch along podcast. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe we should because they're on Netflix. Yeah. So sweet. All right. That's that needs to be done. That needs. Yeah. A hundred percent. Excellent. Sounds good to me. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, no, we will definitely arrange that for the coming future. But guys, uh, if you've listened this far, I'm <laughs> assuming that you also liked Power Rangers. You better do. If yeah, you're, you're a loser. <laughs> <laughs> Only the cool kids have got to this part of the show. Yeah, you're, ba- you're, you're basically Power the Power Rangers Turbo of the community. <laughs> you're the Blue Ranger. <laughs> Thank so, you for tracing us, though. If you if you have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So it, remember, let us know your thoughts and your memories of this amazing franchise. Yeah, yeah. So, may, may it never stop. May it never ever stop. As long as there is, as long as there is Power Rangers being made, then um, yeah, uh, may it never stop. 
And Dom, we definitely have to get Power Rangers costumes. Oh my god, right? It needs to happen. Like Jude's Jude's not into it, is he? No. No, he's not. But mate, after 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 the last Palooza having the Power Rangers there, they were just so fucking cool. I love the Pink Ranger. Not just because she was the girl, it was probably the major factor. But I loved her. <laughs> but it was, no, it was really cool. I remember seeing him at the table, and it's like they do it as a charity thing, right? Yeah, they just go cool. to cons and raise money for one of their local charities. That's nice. No, that's really cool. It was, and they were good costumes. I was just, yeah, we've got to get, got to get Power Ranger costumes, right? We got to get you a green, and got to get me a red. Is know. is is red definitely your colour? Which one do you want? Which one do you want? Uh, no, if red is your colour, I'm happy to go green. Oh, no, green's pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, it's pity that we're such different heights, otherwise we could share. Oh, that's true. Ah, oh, we have to get feet extension. <laughs> well, saying that, it should be cheap enough to get different costumes. It's the helmets that are the thing. Yeah, yeah. There's um. I, while we were briefly chatting, there's a trading site on Facebook for Power Rangers stuff, so we might be able to go from that. But I reckon we can hunt around and potentially find reasonably priced helmets. Um, I think yeah. what we need to do is we need to find some Power Rangers fans that have had helmets built that have fallen upon hard times. Yeah. Trade yeah. them like a like uh, I don't know whatever however much cocaine costs. Yeah. Not as much as you think. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, no, just, just find someone who's desperate to sell because it, it, it's, it's a niche market. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just see them living on the street with their Power Ranger helmets off, cuddling it in full warmth. I'm like, hey man, do you want some, want some crack? <laughs> do it for that. I'll do it for that Black Ranger Mastodon helmet. <laughs> Here's your crack. Yeah, I'll take that. I'll take that warfare as well. There you go. It's just like, you know, hey, hey, you know anyone who's got any yellow rangers? Uh, I've got plenty of crack. Maybe we haven't learned that much from the show. No. <laughs> to take a step back and look at my life, Wayne, because we've just, we've just basically decided to exploit people on hard times. <laughs> Share our love for Power Rangers with with extremely addictive narcotics, <laughs> which we seem to have a lot of. I mean, we seem to have regular access to this, so that's that's, that's all right. I mean, crack is the, thing, but, the, the thing is, neither of us seem that phased. I'm okay with that. I mean, morality is relative. <laughs> it's fine. Why didn't they ever take the Megazord just to the moon and just yeah. be there? Oh, that's the thing. It's uh, but it, it, it's lucky that the Power Rangers were non-political. Otherwise, <laughs> that's the thing. Suddenly, if uh, the Power Rangers were being weaponized uh, by political parties, oh man, that would be terrible, wouldn't it? There's um actually like I know. Sorry, we are going to draw this up. There's actually a really cool um on YouTube. It's got James Vanderbeek in it. Mm. And um, oh, who else is in that? Uh, it's the idea of the Power Rangers were corrupt. Yeah, so that's the exact idea of what happens if what would, what would corrupt them, and, um, what would happen to them. Visual effects are amazing, but it's the idea of the dark side of Power Rangers. What happens if these kids were suddenly given all this power and what how it would affect them and corrupt them? And it's got Katie Sackoff from uh, Battlestar Galactica in it as, uh, as the Pink Ranger. Very um, cool. 
I haven't seen it in years. I was drunk when I saw it, but it was awesome. It's really, really good. Um, but it's like a dark alternative version of the Barrages, which is significantly superior to the full budget 2018 version. But I tell you what, I'm also very tempted now to try and get as many uh, like clips from the show to try and recreate your uh, thing of what Rita should have done and <laughs> just <laughs> have uh, find scenes of people getting killed in their beds. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah, just put it in there because that's how you take them all out. We should also have a kill count for how many people die in the battles for Angel Groves with the Zords. Because uh, yeah. I think it makes Batman versus Super, sorry, it makes uh, Man of Steel's final act look pretty tame. I'm pretty sure the death toll in that was about 3,000. So this death toll, tens of thousands. And tens that's the thing. And I'm Angel. assuming that the people of Angel Grove as well, they know how dangerous it is. So to like get workers to work in them buildings, sure. they're, bring, they're, they're outsourcing, they're bringing in people from outside of town. Absolutely. I, I can't even imagine what the insurance premiums on that's going to be. I just I just can't. I mean, it's just a I mean, property probably is pretty cheap out there like because of the likelihood that you're, you know, you're going to die. Stepped on by a giant robot fighting a, I know, a spaghetti monster, uh, which wears a fedora. Um, you know, the, the chances of that are pretty, pretty high on that. So, yeah. Um, but then again, like we said, like Angel Grove has a thriving community, you know. Um, so. <laughs> and I, I, I'd like to think that the uh, the grown-ups, the parents in Angel Grove, have just become so disjointed uh, that they they kind of are like walking around in like not a somber state, but they just don't care. Yeah. They don't care about human life anymore. Well, they're like, that's fine. Getting some more Mexicans. <laughs> you might you might have noticed that. You know, it, there's the green candle, which is when they have their parents come to visit them. Well, mm-hmm. why are their parents coming to visit them? Don't, don't they live with their parents because they're all teenagers? The parents don't live there because they're so disillusioned because they hate living in Angel Grove. And the kids, you know, the I don't think Ernie's probably the the oldest person there. And he was only probably like 23, just the, you know, the amount he ate just looked like crap. I mean, it's just, Angel Grove's a weird place, man. Weird place. So, in essence, Angel Grove really is like an orphan town. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, maybe it's like the Hellmouth in Buffy. It's like a weird nexus of, of strange goings-on, but nobody really addresses it. Huh. It does, it does seem to be filled with ancient evil devices that it's like it, or Zed suddenly want. It's, it, it, you never know. It could be like uh, an like an American version of uh, real life Hunger Games mixed with Truman Show. Yeah, and if, well, if they're going to have a place that well, they've, they've got that that spot that consistently erupts volcanoes and the growth opens up and you know, these robots come out. Yeah. That seems to happen like every week. So. <laughs> You gotta think about you gotta think about those property margins, mate. What you know? It's just... No, you're right. No one is insuring Angel Grove. No, it's just being sanity. To like you said, what, what you, oh, it just doesn't make sense that no no adults are gonna live there, are they? They want to go retire, so they they want to go and have an easy life, so they just live outside, maybe just in the town across from Angel Grove. You know, yeah. They, they just send their kids that they hate there. 
Yeah, well, I mean, if my kids were bulk in school, I'd probably, I'd probably do that. But, you know... <laughs> oh, poor, dear. Poor kids. Oh, <laughs> uh, I love it. I'm like, hey. It's a, yeah, I, 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 I'm actually really looking forward to us watching it together if we're going to do that. That would be a lot of fun, mate, really. You know, the Green, the Green Ranger arc would be great if we want to do that. Definitely. I think so. And each episode's only like about 25 minutes long, so it'd probably be like about a two and a bit hour pod. Cool. Cool. So I, I think that's totally doable. Awesome, mate. Awesome. Well, count me in for that. Excellent. We, yep. uh, we'll get that arranged and get that out at some point. Um, Power Ranger costumes. <laughs> we can only dream. So it, we just need to find a crack addict that's got a Power Rangers costume. Uh, I think there's a high chance of this. It's a high chance. <laughs> oh, so uh, thank you guys for listening. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's for me, it's been great fun. Oh, I've had, a, I've had a wonderful time. It's been, yeah, thank you so much, Wayne. Really enjoyed this. It's been more phenomenal.
been listening to the Trekmate Podcast. Would you like to get a hold of us? Visit trekmate.org.uk and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Make it so. Prepare to attack. All hands battle station. Don't worry. We will get to the bottom of this. All right. Ask is a tall ship and a star to steer by. I don't want excuses. I want answers. Am I authorized to enter the neutral zone? How do you think that tells me about your character? Captain's log, Stardate 3541.9. Program complete. Enter when ready. I am Captain Jean-Luc Picard. And yes, I am bald. In the future, there is no cure for baldness, and I am proof of that. But in the future, it's also very stylish to be bald, because everyone knows who's in charge. Me! The captain, Jean-Luc Picard. Ha, ha. Make it so. T. Earl Grey. Hot.